Well, hello. How are you doing, y'all? Yes, it looks very, very, very nice out, but it's not. It's very chilly. Yes, it is. Uh, the last couple of days, the wind, I'm just like, come on. Oh, it's brutal. It, oh, this is the uh, this is the windiest winter I can ever remember. You know, I can take cold, but you give me cold and wind. Just like today, it's 27 degrees. Well, when I came in. But the thing is, is that with that, with the, no, today's not as windy as it was yesterday. Yesterday was, I think, like 32, whatever. And it felt like it was 20 below. Yeah, it was brutal. It's just like, no, 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 no. Get rid of this wind. Pokemon Spring, get here. Yes, I'm, even though those stupid bucks, the elder bucks, <laughs> you know, last week, you know, Saturday, Sunday, when it was just so nice, mm-hmm. you know, them, they, I don't I have no idea where they hide. I don't get where they go. But all of a sudden, bam, they're there. And so those bucks, and ever since they woke up, they are being a big nuisance in my obedience school. It's like, come on, where were you? I don't know. How, no door is open. No windows open, so where are you, you little turds? <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. So hope you all had a great week. You have a good week there, sir. Yeah, I definitely did. Did a lot of traveling. So you uh, and you're traveling, traveling. Yeah. You're gonna have to. Uh, they don't have. Do they? Does uh, well. We, we'll we'll tell everybody the news. Why don't you tell everybody the news? You just told me just a little bit ago. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, I will uh, be leaving Hubbard Broadcasting, and uh, I got a new full time job down in Chicago. Chicago. I go and so that is we got to all wish Brian well, but crap. <laughs> please stay here, please, please. No, I understand. It's it's time for you to evolve, to to grow, to go up into the out into the world and get a real full time job instead of just a lot of part time jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last uh, two years. But uh, yep, yeah. But Hubbard, you know, everyone here has been treating me oh, very yeah. nice, and uh, Hubbard's very some nice. Great mentors that I've uh, been under my wing and oh, stuff. So I just so want to say thank you again. And then tell everybody what you're going to be doing down in Chicago. So I'll be a podcast producer for a digital media marketing company. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, you just came in and told us, and I'm going, no, but that's okay. We'll, we'll live. God. I'm trying to think how many producers I've had since I've been on 20 years. I want to see it's been, you've been the sixth one. The sixth one? Yeah, the sixth one. They had Dingo Donnie at first. That was Donnie Love and Lori and Julie's show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I had um, Rover Rob. Then I had Teddy. Ted, and then um, Carly. I had another gal for life. I can't remember her name. Uh, Can you remember? Oh, Hope. We had Hope. Yeah, we had Hope for a while. Do you remember? And there was Carly. There's another gal that was in the Jessica. I think it was Jessica was here for a while. And anyway, yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So it's that's okay. But you know, when you have a show on a Sunday, <laughs> yep. that you know is you know, and most a lot of people don't want to work weekends, but that's fine. No, I wish you well, kiddo. Well, so, so we got today to listen to his friendly voice, and then next Sunday to listen to his friendly voice, and then he'll be in Chicago, and you won't hear his friendly voice anymore. So I'll call in. I'll call there in. You call and say, "Hey, how's it going up there?" <laughs> hey, today it must be the last Sunday of the month because we have special guest, Doctor Jessica Levy, holistic vet here, and so we're going to be talking to her about a couple of things: uh, DCM, dilated cardiomyopathy. Uh, that's still kind of ringing in some people's ears, and so the things, you know, what to hit the panic button about. Should you feed grain-free? Should you not feed grain-free? Most of vets are saying if you feed grain-free, you're going to kill your dog. So we're going we're gonna to visit it a little bit. It's a very complicated subject, but I just want to, we're going to bring it up, talk to Dr. Jess, and then 
uh, also too to be taking your questions. So if you got any questions for any that uh, that you have for about your cat or your dog that you want to get a holistic uh, vet view from, please uh, give a holler. And then we're going to be talking to a gal that she's going to be calling in from Arizona here at the uh, right after the first break, and she's got a couple of health questions about her dog and. Um, Dr. Jess is going to mention. So, uh, so hopefully you'll stay with us this whole time and we'll get you, we'll, you'll learn some new things and that's all we can hope for, right? And then I want to remind you of my, uh, my shy, timid dog class that I'm starting. Um, the first one's going to be, it's a two time hour class and, uh, the, the six dogs per class. And the first one's going to be starting March 31st. You can go to my, uh, website, my KDK9 website. Go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and there's a link to my website there, and you can learn more about the shy dog class. And so that's for dogs. Like, if you've got a breeder dog that, you know, a lot of times with the breeder dogs, you can't even touch them. They're so scared of humans. Or they'll take one person, like, usually it's the husband that they hate in the house, and then the husband is kind of like, but I'm trying so hard. All right? And, and so, like, okay, so you're going to learn in the shy dog timid class, the shy timid class, uh, how to work with that. Because it's it's it can be done. I did it with my Ethel. And so that's what this is. The classes are dedicated to my Ethel because that's Ethel was uh, a breeder dog, and it took me two years, but boy, we got through it, and she was one heck of a gal. Whereas I had her, I think nine years, if I'm not mistaken. So anyway, and then uh, da 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 da, da. Uh, and then I want to ask Dr. Jess about mushrooms, mushrooms for cancer. Uh, does it help dogs and cats? And is there any mushrooms that cats or dogs should not have? So what do you think, Dr. Jess? Are we with it? <laughs> she's, she's over. She's got this going and that going. And she's all over the place here. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. Yes. I, I had somebody asked me about mushrooms for cats with cancer. Is that uh, number one is mushroom? Does it work? Does it help with ca- uh, cats with cancer or even dogs with cancer? Is there uh, some mushrooms that don't do well for cats or that's what she kind of just asked. Is, is she heard that mushrooms? We were talking about mushrooms. I think it was the last time you were on. We were talking about mushrooms. Anyway, mm-hmm. so you know that they could be good for correct. But as they have, I mean, they have to be medicinal mushrooms. It's okay. not just random mushrooms, mushrooms that you find <laughs> in your yard. Or, right, right. Not the ones you buy at the grocery store. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones that. But are, yeah, I use them for both dogs and cats. Okay. And then, uh, does it? Do you think it would help with cancer or anything? Yes. Yeah. Yes, is they there, do. Is there because you know you got shrooms, you got Mercola's got you know are there a blend of mushrooms? Mm-hmm. Just something in specific. Like I know there's turkey tail mushrooms. Yeah, I mean I usually use a blend. Okay. Um, because I don't think there's any one magic mushroom that's gonna you know resolve cancer. So I kind of prefer not to put all my eggs in one basket. Okay. So, um, like my favorite brands are uh, Bixby, B I X B I Bixby Pet, um. I'm looking for medicinal mushrooms that are organically grown in the U.S., processed in the U.S. Okay. Um, and so Bixby Pet has those. Okay. And they um, are not only reasonably priced, but they also don't taste bad. <laughs> Which is important when you're, you know, you're desperately trying to get something into your pet with cancer. Right. Um, and then uh, Super Snouts makes one called Super Shrooms. Super Shrooms, yep, I've used those. They also make a separate turkey tail. And so, for example... You know, if somebody comes in and they're using the turkey tail and we talk about medicinal mushrooms, I'm not going to say don't use it, but you can use it along with the medicinal mushroom okay. blend that also has turkey tail in okay. it. What's turkey tail good for? Well, that that I think is the one that has possibly had the most studies done on it. Oh, okay. And that's why it's kind of get it kind of gets touted as the solution for cancer. Oh, okay. But like I said, there's not one 
okay. magic solution. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, Mercola has one. And then mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure there are others out there. Like before they started making them for pets, mm-hmm. um, I used to use uh, one from gmushrooms.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, G is in goat. Mm-hmm, okay. Which is uh, gourmet mushrooms, but the website is gmushrooms.com. Okay. They have a blend called Mycoplex 7. Um, and then there's also one on the website, Fungi Perfecti. <laughs> Fungi Perfecti is the website that was established by Paul Stamets. Okay. Uh, he's kind of the the god of modern American mushroomology. Mushroomology. And so he has a blend called Stamets 7, S-T-A-M-E-T-S. Okay. So wow. I have people use that too. Okay. Okay. And it says on the... How much you give the cats and dogs too, right? Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't say if it's something that's made for humans, then you can just use their weight as a fraction of the human dose. Okay. So your average ten pound cat is going to get about ten percent of what it says for a human. Okay. Realistically, I um, lately I've you know become a little bit less cavalier than I was when I was younger. Okay. So I have people start supplements often, not always, but often at half the recommended dose. You know, do that for a week and then, or anything. Okay. Do that for a week and then increase because, you know, you can always increase the dose if things are going well. Yep. But sometimes it's not so much fun to start something at full dose and then, you know, spend your day cleaning up vomit. Okay. Yep. So let the system get used to it. Exactly. There you go. I've I've become more cautious. (laughs) Yeah. I I know that, that feeling well as far as, yeah, you overdo something and, Whatever. Oh, I've certainly done that to my own dogs. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Well, we're going to run to break. And then when we come back, uh, hopefully uh, Nikki's calling in. Otherwise, we're going to, you know, start talking like we normally do. I'll give a holler if you got a question. 651-641-1071. What did the rug say to the floor? What did the rug say to the floor? We'll be back. All right. We're here. I'm glad you're there. Thank you for spending your Sunday afternoon. Greatly appreciated. All right. What did the rug say to the floor? Do you have any idea? These are dad riddles, okay? Dumb dad riddles, so think weird. Okay, hands up. Maybe. Oh, hands up? Uh, Hands up. I got you covered. (laughs) I figured it was I got you covered, but what's up with the hands up? Yeah, I didn't get the hands up either one. So you got to remember, these are... Weird riddles, so you just got to go. Okay, we've got somebody, we got a guest calling in to, to talk to Jess. I told her to call to see uh, she's an excellent mom, but looking for a little bit more answers. Okay, Nikki, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Well, How are you that, guys? Good, good. Thank you for calling. So we got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet here, and I gave her the okay. email that you sent, and so I'm going to okay. turn it over to Dr. Jess, and we can go from there. Go, okay. go, you're on, Dr. Jess. Uh, well, let's get a little bit of background. How long have you had this dog? Um, he is almost five years old, and I've had him for his whole life. Okay. How long has he been having these skin problems? Since I've had him. Okay. Um, when did you start feeding him the homemade diet? Um, I started right away when I got him. I got him when he was about four months old. And then I switched to a kibble diet, and then I went back to the homemade diet. Okay. Let's give an audience. We know what she's having trouble. Let's explain. Why don't you say a little bit, uh, sum it up kind of, Nikki, what's what's going on? Um, what's going on with him? He yeah. just has very flaky skin. His eyes are always real red. Um, in between his paws are 
it's a uh, pinkish color and his coat is really dull unless um the vet gave me some shampoo to use on him and his coat looks great for that day but then following the next day it's back to being very dull and the the flakes come come back it's like i call it dog glitter you know how <laughs> when you spill glitter you can never get it all off <laughs> there you go okay go ahead Daddy. So, so they were having me bathe them every every week and then also using a mousse mm-hmm. every other day on him mm-hmm. okay um so in general with these kinds of dogs um anything that is pit bull or part pit bull um these dogs have very delicate immune systems mm-hmm. so they need to be handled with extreme care okay. uh, so if this dog has had for example regular vaccines flea and tick chemicals heartworm preventives, those kinds of things, those days might be behind you. Yes. So basically with dogs like this, you have to restore and then carefully cultivate the immune system, which means that you have to not further disturb it. So your days of using lawn chemicals, Glade plugins, Febreze, Swiffer wet chat might also be behind you. Uh, Yeah, I never use that stuff. Okay, good. So you're ahead of the game. Um, Has your diet always been the same for him, the one that you cook? Um, I, I alternate things a little bit, like I'll use chicken or I usually use beef, um, Mm -hmm. but it's always organic. It's always grass fed. Are you cooking it? Um, yes. Okay. So I think, um, the, the best way to avoid food from becoming a problem or becoming part of the problem is to vary your proteins frequently. I would suggest having at least three different proteins, um, you know, four might be better. You can have as many as you want, but I typically recommend a minimum of three different proteins and change proteins literally every day or two. Okay. Um, so if, if I have a client come in and the dog has allergy symptoms of flaky skin, itching, licking the feet, redness between the toes, all that kind of stuff. If the person is feeding a balanced raw diet and they're changing their proteins literally every day or two days and they're moving through a bunch of different proteins for me that takes Mm -hmm. food out of the equation so that tells me that food is not part of the problem Mm -hmm. surprisingly this seems a little bit counterintuitive but surprisingly when you change your proteins fast like that it will quickly become apparent if any one of the proteins is causing a problem so if you just kind of pay attention and keep some notes like not hardcore you don't have to spend days meditating on your dog. Um, But basically it will become apparent that, oh gosh, you know what? Every time we feed him beef, he is a lot itchier the next day. But by then you've moved on to the next protein. And so you're kind of breaking up that cycle. So I would suggest adding at least one more protein and setting yourself up so that you can change them faster. You can cook or not cook the protein as you choose. I would suggest like for right this second, you could say, well, you know, I, I do want to feed him a balanced diet right now. And then I would say, then go get one of the pre-mixed raw pet foods. There's tons of them on the market. They're available pretty yep. much anywhere in the U.S. Um, typically, those are not going to be organic and grass-fed. But I think for the purpose of variety and for the purpose of making it doable, because you have a decent-sized dog. No, we're talking formulated raw, correct? Correct. Okay. Um. You know, it might be worth foregoing the organic just for the purposes of experimentation for right now. In general, I find that uh, I would probably take the carbs out of the diet. So I would do without the rice. 
Um, And then as far as using uh, things like eggshells, who knows? I I don't think that eggshells are an absorbable form of calcium in the diet. Okay. So for right now, you could say, well, you know what? I've got a bunch of this stuff cooked up, so let me just cook up a couple of other proteins so that I can get get the rotation going fast. And then when you cook up the other ones, you can leave out the rice, you can leave out the eggshells. Or you could say, well, I'll go to the store and I'll get two different kinds of proteins and put that into rotation with the beef. Okay. If if you have a freezer full of the stuff that you've already made, I'm a big fan of using stuff up. Don't waste it. (laughs) So I I would do those. Um, The Mercola Essential Meal Mix is a bunch of synthetic vitamins and minerals. So... You can use it up if if you want. I'm not a fan of these synthetic okay. uh, supplements. Okay, so get rid of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, with a dog like this, like I said, you have to basically resurrect and restore his immune system. So for that okay. person... Mm-hmm. Um, Katie mentioned um, getting him on some um, green tripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, green Should tripe I... is always something good to add. But it, so in general, okay. like food is kind of one part of things. So it... Like we've basically covered food. You want to feed okay. tripe? Absolutely. It does have to be, I am pretty much a stickler about the quality of tripe. So it does have to be from greentripe.com. But if yep, you go to their website, perfect. Okay. So then what the rest of what I would do for immune system restoration is through supplements. So okay. big fan of standard process because their supplements will actually do this work for you. So with a dog like this, I would typically start with, standard process canine enteric support and standard process canine hepatic support. Okay. So the enteric support will restore the normal intestinal lining. The hepatic support is a very broad spectrum liver support. Yes, it has milk thistle. Yes, it has dandelion in it, but it has a ton of other things that will do a much better job of supporting detoxification. So basically you have a dog who is shoving all sorts of stuff out through his skin And you're trying Mm -hmm. to coach his body to shove it out through his intestines instead and kind of funnel things out through a different way. So your skin, like the pores in your skin are one way that your body can eliminate toxins just from the the perspective of, you know, things have to come out of holes. And then the other part Mm -hmm. of it is that your liver is your main detoxification organ, but your skin will take up the slack if your liver is not able to completely do its job. So that's where I would use both of those supplements. To be okay. super specific, I typically start with the canine enteric support. The dose is on the bottle for your dog. You can email me and ask how to get these things. I would start with like half the dose of the canine enteric support for the first, say, five days. Then increase okay. to the full dose for another five days. Then you add the canine hepatic support at half dose for five days then bump that one up to the full dose. And then you would carry on with both of those probably for at least a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the same time, is he getting any fish oils? Yes. Okay. So when you look at the dose of fish oil that you're giving, basically you have to look at the product that you're using. You have to look on the back of the bottle and find out how much EPA and DHA, the supplement is providing. Okay. Hey, hold that thought. And we'll talk about how to calculate that. <laughs> there you go. Because you got to run the okay. break. Okay, here we go. When is a door not a door? When is a door not a door? We'll be right back.
Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Katie Canine Show. And uh, get you up to date here. We're talking to Nikki. And uh, she has a dog, well, from since he was four months old. And uh, uh, dealing with skin issues. And uh, we're trying to help her get the dog um, so it gets flaky skin and itching and such like this and so through diet and some supplements here try to hopefully that uh that we can get help her get him all squared away because he's been like this what do you say nikki he's two years old he's five uh, five, five yeah. that's right okay go ahead dr Jess. okay so here's how you figure out how much epa and dha to give your dog that's, basically, that's fish oils in case people didn't realize right so you're looking that. at the back of the fish oil to bottle to look at the label for okay. one thing do not give this dog any plant-based oils. So like a lot of fish oil supplements now, they're like, you know, now now they have hemp oil and flaxseed oil and ditch those. You want straight fish oil. Okay. Um, plant-based oils are not beneficial for dogs. They cannot utilize them. So uh, you take your dog's weight in pounds. Divide by 2.2 times 100. And that gives you 100 milligrams per kilogram, which is basically your starting dose. And that, okay. and that is EPA plus DHA. Now, the bottle of fish oil might say, oh, it's got this much ALA and this much GLA. That's nice. We don't care. So we're only looking at EPA plus DHA, and those two together should add up to 100 milligrams per kilogram. Okay. Um, so that's how you figure that out. And then I would also um, just put the dog on a probiotic if he's not already on one. Okay. Um, a good probiotic is going to have multiple strains of bacteria and billions of bacteria per dose. So a lot of times I tell people, just go to your health food store and get whatever Garden of Life product is on sale. Okay. And because they, and it's a good one, but they, they tend to be spendy and they make a lot of different probiotics. And so it, like literally it does not matter if you get your male dog, if you get him the women's probiotic or the urinary tract probiotic, who cares? Okay. Now, is it important to um, switch out your probiotics too, so you're not using yes, the same with every, one all the time? Yeah, just with every okay. bottle, though. Like, you don't want to okay. have one for every day of the week. Just with every bottle, <laughs> you get something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, you know, that, that can be very beneficial. And so, um, if you look online, you know, you can always find these lists, you know, 10 things to help your dog with allergies. And you've probably done all of them. And those I mm-hmm. think of as those are useful management tools. And so if your dog is currently at the height of his allergies or if you're thinking not now, but like two weeks from now is when he usually like blows up really bad. Then right now you start him on raw local honey, which you can typically okay. find at a health food store for a decent sized dog like this. You give maybe half a teaspoon per day up to a teaspoon. Um you can use things like colostrum and quercetin, um, but those are management tools. So that's kind of what I use if the if the basic program with the standard process supplements is not sufficient to give the dog any relief, then I will kind of fiddle around with those extra tools. But that's not usually my first go-to because from my perspective, those will help you manage the condition, but they're not curative. And that's what you're seeing with the Cytopoint. Right. You have to keep doing it because not fixing the problem. It has done nothing for him. Right. I mean, some dogs go and they get I've seen dogs who have gotten one injection of Cytopoint and that was it. They were never itchy again, which, you know, makes me wonder, gosh, what happened to their immune system? But 
it sure fixed the problem. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, I think part of it is just kind of changing perspective. Again, you know, a lot of times when I talk to people about their dogs with allergies, I rarely mention things like bathing or moose or whatever, because you're not going to bathe this problem away. You need to mm-hmm. clean up the intestinal milieu that's causing the dog to have to detoxify in other ways. Okay. Plus, I don't ask people to do things I wouldn't do myself. <laughs> I hate, hate bathing my dogs. <laughs> he, well, he's really good at, about it because he's used to it. Yeah, no oh, that, that's great. I was just thinking, like, you know, I've broken my back over the tub how many yeah. times now? Like, yeah, can't go. do it anymore. Yeah, I was a pain mm-hmm. in the butt. Well, yeah, you, you have cold weather there in Arizona. It's being nice out, so I can do it just with the garden hose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you do it outside, that's different. Yeah, yeah no kidding. No kidding. So, but, so that's where I would start. Okay, any okay. other any other uh, questions there, Nikki? No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll shoot you an email, and you can give me the information for the support. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just okay. email me through my website, holistic yeah. vet care dot com. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you both of your your time and. Hey, no problem. Help. Glad to help. You're not the only one. There's a lot of people out there mm-hmm. dealing with the same thing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we help. Yeah, we help to people. a lot of people. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then you got to make I sure think- you keep us in the loop as far yeah, as sure. how things are going. And you, right, because because that's kind of that's kind of how how to start. And so right. then, like two months from now, where you're thinking, okay, wait a minute, I did these things for two months. Was I supposed to do something different now? Uh, Call back. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank lady. you. You take care. Bye bye. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, and see, a lot of people want to, the vets put him on, um, you know, uh, well, pro, uh, not Prozac. Fortunately, my brain is just They use that too, though. Yeah, but, well, that's true, too, you but that's for Anna. <laughs> no, for uh, not itching, um, um, for not itching. This starts with a P. For not itching, Apoquel, Prednisone. Prednisone, there prednisone. you go. <laughs> it sounds like first letter, first right. syllable. Right, and, and both, both <laughs> of those drugs, both both Prednisone and Apoquel are immunosuppressants. Okay. And so that's why my take on it is... So conventional medicines, like they know it has something to do with the immune system Uh because they're using immunosuppressive drugs. And that is certainly one approach. My approach is just, well, let's... Let's restore the immune system and get it to work better. Because with the drugs, you're you're masking the problem. Because then, as soon as you go off of it, then you got it's back again. Yes, and Apoquel is one of my least favorite drugs because it's a carcinogen. Oh, and so it's one of these things where you know, well, you know, would you rather lie awake in bed at night listening to your dog scratch themselves, or would you rather have a dog with cancer who doesn't lie awake in bed at night scratch itself? Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> the lesser of the evils. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it's it's crazy, and so that's why you know you got to look into the the better foods. Uh, you got to get a good game plan going. And at first, anytime when you make changes, even to your own, because it takes more time out of your, you know, to get it all set up. And you know, now what I do, it becomes so automatic. I don't even think. In fact, this morning when I was going to give uh, get his our drugs, I, you know, of, of course I'm multitasking. So I'm walking to the cupboard where I bring all the food, okay, and then I reach up and I, and it's like here I put, brought the pills to put into the where the dog food is. I put the dog food where the pills. <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention. Really out to lunch on that one. I'm just surprised but, you didn't take them yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that. But yeah, but that's the thing though is that you know you just get kind of in a beat it just you just go and so mm-hmm. yeah even will says you know my husband he goes you know do they really need all does he really need all that and i said well i think so he's got uh heart problems and so but then all the you know the the standard process stuff that i'm giving him you know that's all we can do is keep try to keep him as healthy as possible right mm-hmm. okay let's dive in who we got a caller that's been holding on very nicely who is that person 
Yeah, so we got another Katie. Oh, good Katie's. I like Katie's. Oh, yeah. And uh, she has a growling issue with Uh-oh. her dog. A growling issue with people? Or <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Katie. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm good. Good, good. good. So what kind, good. What kind of dog do you got? We have a French bulldog. Okay, how old? Two years. Almost two years. April... 13. Okay, what's going on? Growling, doing what? Uh, dogs, so, people? So the, yeah, so people. The last, I would say, six weeks, two months or so, he has uh, started getting um, really aggressive if my husband and I are sitting on the couch together. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I um, I work from home, so he's home with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I, I'm just noticing maybe it's when the two of us are talking. Yep. Um, and he starts to just, he pounces on us, like, and then he starts, like, getting, like, angry, growling, like, acting like he's going to bite. He never does bite, yep. but um, really just mad. Right. And, and it's kind of like... Sometimes it's right... Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Okay. Sometimes it's, like, right after he's gotten a couple treats and he's mad that they're done. No. And then That's a human emotion. You think it's emotion? Uh, no, no, that's a human emotion. No, we oh, okay. humans humans have a tendency to read into things when dogs are trying to run the program. Okay, and see by you, um, what happens? Like, and this is a very common thing, you know. Like, okay, a husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, a good girl, whatever, but that are sitting next to each other, that live to each other, or if they're sleeping in the same bed, you know, type thing. Let's say the husband has to get up, or whatever the other half has to get up in the middle of the night to go potty. When he comes back, he returns to a dog that says, "Get in here and you're dead meat." Okay, where they're growling uh-huh. and snapping at him. Okay, where a couple will go hug and kiss, and all of a sudden the dog yeah. is up there in their face and. Rah, 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 rah. Okay, what it is is the dog taking control, and then the humans uh, just kind of oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> but then all right. of a sudden, it's I know not. It was funny at first. Yes, but not anymore. Right, and so what the dog is doing is just saying, uh, "Not in my watch. Get away from me. Step away from each other right now." And so, no, this yeah. is your house. You pay the bills, you know. And so, what it tells me though <laughs> is the uh, is the dog doesn't have money much else to do. You haven't really done input, like maybe named his toys, uh, have him walk nicely on a leash, a loose lead when you go outside. Um, you know, uh, do some tricks. You haven't worked on his mind to build a yeah. relationship so he looks to you for direction. So he takes, he decides to give you directions what he is and is not happy with. Okay? Yeah. And so the thing mm-hmm. is, what you got to do is get a hair mister, plant mister, fill his water, set it on stream, and kind of, okay, and set him up. Go sit on the couch and just wait for him. And if he comes up and wants to scrooge in, uh, first of all, he should not jump up unless you give him the word. Okay? Like with my uh, Gilligan, uh, mm-hmm. all my, my little dogs, they can, when I sit down, yeah. they can't, don't just jump into my lap. Well, that first they did, and I just kind of, I'd lean forward and give him a bump and just go, wrong. Ah, wrong. Okay? And so now they're okay. looking at me like, what? Okay, I want them to wait till I invite them up. I'll either say, huh, if I want them up in the couch, or I say lap if I want them in my lap. They have to look to me for direction, not just see free couch, free lap. Okay? Oh, okay, so now I'm number one, they're number two. They're not the leader. They're not telling me what they're going to do. I'm telling them, them, now be patient, wait, you'll get what you want, but on my cue. Okay, okay. Then uh, so now you get. Let's say you're sitting on the couch and you got your spray bottle. All right, and then here comes the dog. The, right, first of your first going to work that he just doesn't see a free lap and take it. Okay, is ah okay. wrong. Okay, so then he has to wait for your cue. Whether you want him on the couch, say hop or uh, jump, whatever word you want. And then if you want him in your lap, then you can say come on lap or whatever your cue word wants to be. All right. Okay. For okay. we, we got to run to break, so don't hang up. We're going to finish this up. Okay. okay? So don't don't hang okay. up.
Oh, we didn't say the the one with the last one when he came back. Okay, so we got two this time. Okay, well, I said, what is a door, not a door? Okay, we didn't answer that last time. Sometimes, you know, you got to wake me up over there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And when should a window pane blush? When should a window pane blush? We'll be back. Hello. Thank you for spending your afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Okay. Let's do the one from last break that we didn't come back with. All right. Okay. When is a door not a door? When is a door not a door? A doorknob? Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah. What do you think? When it's a jar. Yes. Oh. When it's a jar. <laughs> a jar. That's a good one. Okay. When should a window? Oh, when should a window pane blush? When should a window pane blush? When it feels pain. I don't know. <laughs> you have any idea? No. No clue. Okay. When it sees the weather strip. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's, pretty that's funny. a good one. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. This is the weather strip. <laughs> okay. Okay, now we've had a joke. we got to get get serious here. Stop, stop. Okay, we're back to Katie. Katie, you're laughing. Hi, Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, good gravy. Okay, so what's going on here is that, uh, and this happens more often with um, all small dog owners. Because they're small, you can pick them up, you can move them, and stuff like that. They People have a tendency to just let them run amok and be bossed at them because at first they think it's cute, and then all of a sudden it becomes a pain in the butt. You know, if you had a great Dane doing that, boy, you'd be talking to a trainer ASAP and be in dog classes, right. okay? But with smaller dogs, right. most people don't take them to class and then they in the dogs slowly wiggle their way it usually takes about a year and a half two to really take over the house and have the and have the humans you know trained to what exactly they wanted and so what you just okay. got what you got to do so it's it, about maturity not about because i was wondering why it was happening all of a sudden yep and so what what happens is that because you're giving them you're not giving them rules and there's not consequences for the for their actions, all right? You know, you can the second a dog tries, okay, like this is a good one. Let's say you're sitting on the couch and the dog comes up and uh, you know, maybe you've had this in in time past, but you're sitting there and the dog comes up and stands and barks at you. The automatic reaction for a human yeah. most humans is to lean forward and go, "What?" What do you want? Do you got to go potty? Are you hungry? You want a treat? Yes. Okay, you answer yep. it. Well, then all of a sudden the dog is like, boy, that worked pretty cool. And then that, all yep. of a sudden, you know, a little bit later, here they come again and you do the exact same. And before you know it, the dog is barking at your face every two seconds because they get what they want from you, your reaction, your attention. They get something yep. from you. And so like if a dog barks at you, you don't, in your head, you're going to go, does he need to go potty? Does he, is it dinner time? In your head, but you don't say anything and you don't acknowledge the dog. You turn your head sideways and because a side pro profile to a dog is a calming signal okay and then you glance out of the side of your eye and side and then side profile and so then now once you're in your brain you decide well i think i better go let him out you get up you don't say anything to the dog you get about halfway across to the door where you're going to take him out potty and say let's go potty Okay, and so what happens is the dog starts looking to you for direction instead of you following the dog's direction. Uh, like when you go um, on a walk, if you're using a harness and letting the dog scan yeah. willy milly. Okay, guess who's taking no. you for a walk? You're not taking the dog for a walk. The dog's taking you for yeah. a walk, going and doing what he wants. And that's a right. Yeah, that no, can- I've been listening to you for a long time. So the walk thing, I feel like he's gotten to the point where he doesn't. He he 
he's loose on the leash. He's not yanking me. Good. That's nice. Nice, so, nice, nice. But so yeah, now what you just got to do with this is now you got to take over, you know, like I say, braid teaser for dogs. You get mentally, get him stimulated, teach him tricks. And then now you're going to yeah. start working on what you don't want him that he's doing to you now. So you're going to set him up on the couch. I mean, you set him, you and, you know, your other half's going to sit on the couch and you're going to have yeah. your hair, hair mister, plant mister filled with water set on stream. Okay. When he comes yeah. up and he, if he's going to jump up, uh, uh-uh, uh, wrong. And so then when he starts to look at you, then, you know, I mean, where he's like, okay, what's going on here? Then you can invite him up. Okay, that's your first start. Then let's say you're standing up and you're going to hug. Okay. Uh, then if you watch him out of the corner of your eye and then give him a uh-uh. And so then go in for the hug. Uh-uh. And so then only you got to set a perimeter perimeter that once he crosses this line around you, that's when he's going to get the correction. Ah, blast him in the face with the water. Wrong. Okay, then go back to what you're going to do. And then pretty soon, all you have to do is, if you can see him starting to come, go, ah, ah, ah. Don't even think of it. Ah, ah. Yeah. You know, and okay. so then he's going to back so off I, and look to you for direction. Okay. So that's what so, you... Go ahead. Is, uh, the question I have on that is, and I know that my husband will say this, is how can we pull that away once we've let him do it for all... Oh, yeah, time? no. Because like, now there's a consequence to his action. Okay, the the water. You're going to blast them. Or you can take a shake can, you know, a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it with bright tape so you know it's a shake can. And so you're going to yep. either blast of the water. But so what you're after is the first five times you do it, it's ah, blast, okay? And then whatever, you, whatever word you want to use, you know, back, leave it, whatever. Okay, you decide what's appropriate when, he's, when you're trying to hug, standing up, what's appropriate, what word you want to use. Okay, I would say, yep. I personally, I would just go, hey, wrong. <laughs> you know, this wrong. is stupid wrong. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. this first five times you're going to do, say, you know, ah, the growl to get his attention, blast, and then leave it. Okay? Then as soon as he backs off, mm-hmm. just call me, say thank you, and go back. Don't go in front, don't go pet him. Finish up your hug, okay, or your kiss or okay. whatever. Okay, then you guys yeah. part, and then a little bit later you try it again. And so what you're after is that after you do it five times, hopefully now he's not going to test you so much, but then you're going to stagger it. You're going to go, ah, ah, wrong. And if he doesn't, then the correction comes in, all right? Okay. At first five times, there's a ah, blast word, ah, blast word, all right? Then after okay. five times is ah, you know, uh, uh, wrong. And then, um, yeah. or you can say be nice. Uh, you know, you decide what verbiage comes out nicely in your, mm-hmm. okay? And so then pretty mm-hmm. soon what you're going to see is he will, he will listen to your voice and you don't need the correction anymore. Because it's just like when okay. they were when he was with with mom, okay. If he was hanging off of Ma's lip, butt, you know, whatever, you know, she'd mm-hmm. give a growl like "Get off my face!" And if the pup right. didn't listen, she'd she'd quick come around, grab him around the neck, squeeze, and the pup would yelp, and the pup would mom would slowly let go of of the you know the chops she had around the neck. Pup would slowly move away. Well, then a little bit later, the pup would come up like, "Can I hang on you again?" And the mom would give a still never mind. I got the message the first time. <laughs> so that's why you want them to learn to listen to the at, at first it's because you're not mom okay that one grab around and not all the time sometimes there's a couple grabs around uh, particular pups it depends how strong will they are and that's what you want to yeah. do is that you got to there's really a, strong will there's a correction and then there's you know the word the growl gets his attention the correction and then the word he's supposed to be learning and then you stagger it so then pretty soon all okay. you don't need the uh, the water or whatever anymore he listens to what you have to say but now just start, remember, look at things and make sure he's not training you, that he's not mm-hmm. telling you what's going on and how it should be. 
and then just and, and sometimes if you're being a little bit too pushy if you're using a kennel then put them in the kennel and give them a give them a break for a little bit just everybody yeah, sit down and breathe do and don't worry yeah, about we it. have a kennel okay good he, he does yeah if he, he gets like a timeout okay sometimes yeah he just won't stop yeah he just and we'll, we'll we're standing there yelling which i know but no be right you, the opposite of what we should be doing right and you don't <laughs> yell the more frustrated you get yeah. the calmer and slower you become yeah. Like, hey, (laughs) that is wrong. And you look at him and glance to the side. Look at him and glance to the side because a side profile is, you know, a calming signal. And it says, I mean, you no harm, but you're being a butthead. So knock it off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And if he does, because I'm a loud, obnoxious person. But when I get around dogs and kids, I become steadier and try to get, you know, but the kids are ricocheting off the wall. I'm not screaming and yelling like, knock it off, get out of there. Because all that does is free the the energy. But if I go, hey, Mm -hmm. wrong, get off now. Those kids are looking at me like, oh, God, we're in deep doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's what you got to become. And it's really hard. But you got to go opposite what you want to do. <laughs> because right. they're going to mirror you. Yeah. If you're screaming yeah. like an idiot, then they're going to like, bring it on! <laughs> right. Okay. When you say no, but it, no. it's not. Oh, no. you got to start yeah. get, get, get your growl voice on. Hey, 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 hey. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Or, ah, you be nice. Mm-hmm. Ah, be nice. And then get up, yeah. move around, and then, and then say, okay. Now he now want to play? Let's go play ball. Let's go. You know, I mean, then you know, what I mean, you got your point in there, and then now you're coming back around because he is being okay, okay. Sure. But a bored yep. dog is an obnoxious okay. snot, so you got to start yeah. making him uh, start using his noodle and getting him to learn things, okay. What are good? Games oh, we got to go to break. Okay, you're gonna have to hold on okay. then. Okay, That's if you want fine. me to finish no, that. No, that's okay. 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 Take care. Okay. Why is a mirror like a resolution? Why is a mirror like a resolution? And how many sides has a picture?